I'm AJ. And I'm Taylor. And you're listening to another episode of the Merry Money Podcast. Marriage is hard. Money doesn't have to be. Hey, we are so excited to be here for yet another episode. Today is kind of special for us. Um, We actually have a guest here to talk to us. I will not pronounce his last name the right way. So this Try. Is, is it Dola? Dola. Dola. Yeah, you got Dola. it. Yeah, I got it on the first yeah. try. Right. I've done Dola and Dohela, or got, Dohela. I can't ever do it. We've got Mike Dola here to talk about yep. Dolas. Aha. There yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of letters in there that shouldn't be there. We could just drop some of them. D-O-L-A yeah. would be enough. Yeah. It would do it. It would do it a lot less confusing way. Well, much less confusing is why he's been such a really cool and important part of our life. Um, For the past, gosh, now more than two years, um, AJ and I have been using a program called Stronger You. Mm -hmm. Stronger You, uh, we'll let Mike kind of explain more about that. But through that, that really transformed our life. Well, most importantly, Mike is the founder of the Mike Nuggets. So you need to look those up, first of all. Secondly, Mike's actually the founder and the CEO of the app called Stronger You, which he recently, within what the last few years, sold. Yep. Oh, just um, about two years ago, sold the yeah. company. So we'll just turn it over to Mike and he'll be able to kind of explain what Stronger You is if you haven't heard of it and kind of his experience with all that. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you the quick version because I could probably talk for like three hours I'm or sure. even write a book about all this, <laughs> um, maybe one day. But basically, uh, Stronger You, I founded the company in 2015 after trying to break into the nutrition and fitness space by training people in my garage. No one really cared. People needed more help with nutrition. (laughs) I figured they could get their fitness somewhere else. So I started this program that uh, I like to explain that it's basically, if you think of the dieting process or nutrition process, I wanted to essentially reverse engineer that process. Uh, What I mean by that is not just telling people exactly what to do, like many other programs, but finding what their pain points were and creating solutions for those things. Um, Some of those problems were lack of flexibility, lack of community, lack of data, uh, just lack of care. You know, a lot of diets are pretty lonely and, you know, not the not the most fun things in the world. So that started in 2015. Things got kind of crazy because it was actually working. Uh, We grew to one of America's fastest companies. Uh, We made it on the Inc. 5000 list, uh, almost in the 500s. We were 567. Uh, I'm extremely proud of that because we did it uh, almost entirely through word of mouth. Uh, We didn't really do traditional marketing, although I was a very tactical marketer in a way, uh, just giving people exactly what they wanted and more creating a story of Stronger You is an awesome place to be. It's an Mm -hmm. awesome place to work. Uh, Sold the company in 2021. Yeah, I got the math right. Mm -hmm. Um, Just wanted to, uh, you know, extend it to more people. I I thought that I could help more people by aligning with the Anytime Fitness group. Mm -hmm. Um, And now I have a baby, another on the way. And that transition has been incredible because now I can do what I really want to do, which is just be dad and entrepreneur and investor. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm into the personal finance stuff. I used to work in banking and in HR. So I have a lot of experience trying to get people on 401ks. (laughs) For all the listeners, they are cool. You should definitely do that. (laughs) They're much cooler than you give them credit for. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's, you know, a lot of relations with food and, you know, mm -hmm. delayed gratification, instant gratification, totally get it. So that's my quick, quick story. Maybe mm -hmm. it was longer than people wanted, but that's me. <laughs> I love it. No, I, I think it. there's a lot of people who, you know, over the course of kind of talking to clients, a really common goal we have is making something. I want to create something. I want it to go somewhere and I want to do it well. And mm -hmm. so, you know, it's interesting when we were thinking about this episode and just how profound your health is when it comes to your finances. It was mm -hmm. very easy. We both sat down and said, who do we think would embody this conversation well? And we both yeah. said, Mike. So we are so thankful that you're here. Yeah, I think. Um, and, and quite frankly, that's the first time I've heard that intro from you. Um, and I was writing down a note while you were saying it, because I heard you say that they can get their fitness somewhere else. Yep. Um, but they need to worry about their nutrition first. Right. And it, what it makes me think of is you need to worry about what you're doing with your inflow mm -hmm. before you worry about what you're doing with your outflow. Um, meaning you're receiving an income and that income is going towards things. That's your inflow. That's your nutrition, right? Mm -hmm. um, but when you go out and you're spending, that's your outflow. And so first building up that inflow to then later have that outflow, which is the fitness nutrition. I just liked that in my yeah, brain. I like that. I love the analogies. And it, it makes sense because a lot of people when they, you know, with their health, if, you know, if we're talking like fat loss, they think mm -hmm. they can just work it off. And when you mm -hmm. think about it and you dive into metabolism and you think of how many calories are burned from workouts, it's not nearly as many as people think. So that's why it's so important to manage how you eat versus just working hard or yep. in your case, spending. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Spend money. I'm going to spend money so I can make more money. Mm -hmm. That doesn't yeah. add up. Like, no, let's, that's like an old business cliche that yeah. again, it doesn't always make sense. And that's like, I'm a weird business person. I like to poke holes in a lot of like traditional business uh, sayings. I love I'm it. Like, Man, there's always an asterisk. You can't just say yeah. spend money to make money because I tried it and it didn't always work. Yep. No. Sometimes it does. Sometimes yep, yep. it does. I'll give the caveat. Sometimes yep. it does. But truth and reality of our modern day society is in our modern day economy. You need to worry about what income you have first. Yep. Make sure you're allocating that appropriately to the outflows that are necessary. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. A lot of the people that reach out to us with questions are actually aspiring business owners or established business owners that um, maybe are looking to take that next leg up or that next step up. What is your experience um, or maybe... What kind of input would you give for them in regards to that aspiring to create or aspiring to grow? Yeah, I think the the biggest thing for me is, um, and when I talk to a lot of people in business, is to always make sure the product or service you're offering is as good as it can be. Mm -hmm. Because if that's the case, like the case of Stronger You was we didn't have to do all these traditional business things because our product was so good. We were very fortunate to have such a good team to deliver it. That's the thing I like to challenge people on is if you're not growing or you're not sure where to go, step back a little bit and make sure the business that you're offering or the service and product you're offering is top notch. Mm -hmm. A lot of times that's not just the service you offer. It's also the customer service. Mm -hmm. So in the case of like a, a plumber or a landscaper, like it's not yeah. just 
the pipes being cleared or placed or the grass being cut for the landscaper. It's, are you calling people back? Are you professional when you show up? Mm. Are you hard to get a hold of? Those are the little things that like when I was building the company, I was really focused on because it's not just food stuff. It's how people feel from the beginning to the end of the entire transaction. Mm -hmm. And that's just something I think is often overlooked. And I'm kind of a weirdo about it. Like I'll do, you know, I'll experience all kinds of different services or products and I'll try to like analyze where I think things are going right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I would have, I would have been such a loyal customer if they just did this. Yeah. And I'm pretty easy to please. Like yep. give me what I asked for and just get back to me. And <laughs> yep. I'm pretty cool. I'm not one of those people that like, you know, if the baked potato is a little too cold, I'm not complaining. Right? Send it back. I don't care about stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. I just want someone to call me back and, and communicate. Right. Yeah. I yeah. think that's where we lack. Yes. Yep. yep. Well, I totally. think most people want that. Most people yeah. want that. And surprisingly, the more and more we advance as a society, I feel like the less we get of that, of that really personal thing. I mean, even just working in finance, there's a level of personability that lacks. And so when you can go and kind of go above and beyond that in whatever it is that you want, you can create and build and grow something really special. And in your case, something that was special enough to be sold, which if just every business owner's, you know, dream. That's so, and, and I think mm-hmm. it's interesting too, just in watching, I mean, the ways in which we can connect our, our journey to Stronger You, we've used so many of these everyday check-in tactics that we learned to do the same thing with our finances. And it didn't take us very long to realize how interconnected finance and health are, not just for longevity, but for every small kind of thing that you were talking about earlier, where you talk about uh, delayed gratification can be applied to both fitness, Mm -hmm. your health, and your finances. You have these basic principles that just carry over in such unique Mm -hmm. and wonderful ways. I know that we would just love to hear you break down some of those similarities and what you saw, not only as a coach, but as a business owner. And now as someone who, you know, we all have finances, we're all financial professionals in that way. Mm-hmm. It is in- inescapable to all of us. So we would love to hear some of your wisdom. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot like food, right? Like we, we always joke in the nutrition industry as professionals that everybody's an expert because they eat. And I'm sure in the finance world, it's like, everyone's kind of an expert because they either spend or make money. So I think it's like, it's interesting because I think of all the different industries and I'm like, man, I think nutrition and fitness, or I'm sorry, nutrition and finances are like the same behaviors. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people, it's very hard for people. So first I want to put that out there. Like this is not easy, no matter who you are, what you're doing, Mm -hmm. nutrition or finances, things are expensive. Things are delicious. Um, It feels good to buy things. It Mm -hmm. feels good to eat all the things that maybe we should limit, but we have to think of the future because if we aren't, we might not get there. Mm -hmm. And I think with finances, Mm -hmm. it's, it's incredible how many really smart people aren't thinking about retirement or saving for college Mm -hmm. or just how they're buying things or spending money on things they don't really care about that might just give them joy in a moment. And I think like, I, you know, I used to do a ton of that, right? I would, I was making not very much money and I wanted a new car. And then mm-hmm. I would realize that the desire for the thing was way, it was such a better feeling than having the thing. 
So I started questioning it, questioning it. And it, uh, it makes you really think like (laughs) to get like super deep, like what, what matters in life. And it's probably not the new bag or the new shoes or the new outfit or the meal out. And some of these things like the meal outs and Mm -hmm. meals out and the drinks and stuff like that. Like if you're not cooking at home, you're spending a lot of money and you're not doing yourself any favors in terms of health. So, you know, we used to always say like, again, it's cliche in our industry, but like taking care of your health is a, is a good thing for your personal finances. It's going Mm -hmm. to save you money in the long run. You don't know what you're going to get into, but it's an insurance policy. So you might not think you're making the most pleasurable decision in the moment if you are good with your nutrition, but how does it feel to know that maybe you'll go to the doctor next year and you'll, you'll be good. They're not going to give you any scary information or news. Mm -hmm. I just think that's so valuable. And for me, it's like, it's become a part of who I am. Like, I'm not crazy about it. I love pizza. I love chicken wings. I love all this stuff. And I don't think anyone needs to avoid that entirely, as you guys know, but we just have to be, we just have to, you know, be a little bit wiser about it. Mm -hmm. It's, I think it really does all come down to that wisdom Mm -hmm. um, for nutrition and finances. And something that I've always seen in the nutrition world from the outside of the box, looking in, um, is everyone looks at it as it's too complicated and too complex. And it's funny that in the financial world, nobody really will lay down their guard and say finances are hard because they have potentially have some pride in that area where they don't want anyone to know that it's hard. Right. When you have things that are too complex to tackle yourself, like nutrition, there comes a point where you need to hire someone that can step in and help you and guide you and give you that guidance that you need. And even more so with nutrition, if you're diagnosed with a severe allergy or something like that, then you need to hire a nutritionist that steps in and helps out to guide you around that nutrition. Just like when you're quote unquote diagnosed with a complex financial situation, you need to hire someone to step in and help out with that if it's too complex for you to understand. So the lines just, they correlate so closely with both of these that it's mind boggling sometimes. Yeah. The accountability, it's its mm-hmm. huge. And nutrition is interesting. There's a million different pieces of advice out there, most of which are absolute nonsense. They scare everybody. It's just not the case. It's somebody that just wants to make a name for themselves and create a new fancy diet that just confuses people. And we distilled that information down so much that it's almost, it's almost too good to be true. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we got, we got judged by people for not saying this or not doing that. And I yep. say, it doesn't matter. I don't want to confuse people. It's already, it's already difficult. Let's make it simple. People really just, they just need to eat the right amount of food. It should be mostly nutritious. They shouldn't feel shame around having their favorite foods. Yeah, They should go to sleep, de-stress, go for walks, drink water. Everything else is noise. Yeah. And that's the issue in nutrition is it's hard to sell simple, but I'm like, I'm very proud that we were able to do that. And finances are pretty much similar, like set it and forget it. You have a few staples that you should do Mm -hmm. and just let the market do what it does. Yeah. Well, and I'm not sure I, well, I am sure (laughs) that you have also ran into this something about finances and nutrition that I learned were really similar when you're talking about what you have to want it. Both of them, it is a constant active effort. 
And interestingly, you know, working in, in finance, your, your client or client needs to want the feedback. They need to want to apply it. And sometimes that takes getting to, in both situations, a really scary place. And, you know, you, what, what wall are you having to hit in your, in your health before you take it seriously? What wall are you willing to hit with your money before you're like, we, this is a point of no return, but you have to want it. And so giving nutrition advice and giving financial advice can only be applicable if the person who's listening has that desire to Mm -hmm. be helped. And that's kind of really hard. I know that like being unhealthy now Mm -hmm. affects our finances later. And it's that forward vision that is so hard thinking far enough to care now Mm -hmm. and not hitting, not hitting these walls, thinking far enough in advance to separate money for retirement. You talk about it, but you don't do it. Thinking far enough in advance to say, if I eat out at this place daily for a lunch, how is that going to affect me? Not today, because it probably didn't affect you a lot today. Maybe it did. Maybe you had some, you know, GI issues and a headache. Yeah. But, but it happens, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, I, but it 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 might not affect you. It's so it's such small changes. Yeah. The weight only comes on a pound at a time, so you don't see it. You didn't see right. the last ten pounds mm-hmm. because it was so slow. You, likewise, you didn't see the detriment to your finances because a oh, five dollars here and five dollars there is fine. Or a really great example is signing up for all the subscriptions that you forget about. Mm-hmm. One more subscription over time is yep. it going to hurt you? But when you have four hundred a month and you don't know where you got there, it that's sure a great is. example. People don't think about that. Like there's just these like five, twelve, sixteen dollars, whatever it is a month, just rolling out. Just like it is, they eat two hundred calories extra today, four hundred tomorrow, eight hundred mm-hmm. the next week. And you know what we see so much is people were doing great for a few days a week and doing poorly the other days. And then that would negate all the good work. Um, And you mentioned something where people are thinking of the future and there's a, there's like a cool term and easy to remember um, future episodic thinking where people just, they don't think of themselves in the future. We're kind of just, and it's all evolutionary, right? Like we're, we're here and we got here because we cared about the now and that got us to the next step, to the next step, to the next step. So the future us, like, we don't care about that because what's most important is living to the next moment in -hmm. terms of like, you know, I guess prehistoric stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But I want people to think about that. Like think about being an older version of yourself. What do you look like? What do you act like? What is your health? Like, what is your finances like? Because if you're not thinking of the future, you're going to be in trouble. And I don't know if anyone's going to take care of us. It's, it's a little scary to think about. Mm -hmm. Well, it's kind of like when you and I were talking, you and Taylor and I were talking, what it was two weeks ago or whatever it was. Funny to see the look on your face when you were blown away when I said the average woman, the average age of a woman who turns into a widow is 59. Yeah. And that's just mind boggling to think like if you think about the future and if you're, let's say you're 35 or 40 right now and you add 24 to 19 years on your life and you're gone and you're leaving your wife alone for the rest of her life. Like that's, that's scary. It's not, it's not long. It's no. not long. Life is, it feels long at times, but it just, it just goes. Mm-hmm. And you have to think of the future. And that stat was, it, it blew my mind mm-hmm. because I would have thought it was, well, probably 70 mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. least. Yeah. 
You want to hear a couple other stats that are kind of yeah, lay fun? them on me. I like All right, this. yeah, we got to get, get a look. I see you're excited. Game. This is funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next one that was really interesting was from 45 to 54 age group, both men and women. Mm-hmm. The percentage of increase in cognitive decline was 311 percent of an increase in that age group, which yeah. means that like of a thousand people, there's 311 more yeah. that, yeah. um, I think that's the math that's right. I'm just making that part up as I was talking, but that's the stat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the decline is, is incredible. And that to me is, is young. Yep. Oh, 40, so what happens 40. when you have cognitive decline, you're maybe mm-hmm. not taking care of the things you need to take care of, which is mm-hmm. why it's even more important to do it early. Yep. Oh, a lot yeah. of this stuff, set it and forget it and just mm-hmm. become the person that, you know, has automatic savings, mm-hmm. make make your health and your nutrition automatic somehow. Yes. Man, it's, it makes life so much easier later. And yep. it, I, I know to the listeners, like it might sound crappy to maybe not have that money now because you're sending it somewhere else or mm-hmm. to not have the cheeseburger because you are going to have a chicken salad. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I'm telling you, like just stats I've seen in terms of happiness and satisfaction and health and our members and i'm sure what you guys have seen it, it's worth it there's we're not just making this up yep mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. it's um it's, yeah it's it's incredible like i don't i don't promote this because i think chicken salad tastes better than cheeseburgers no <laughs> way but it's just the thing you get from those little yep. swaps is is incredible yep. well i think it really comes down to we kind of have a 24-hour clock in Mm -hmm. our minds. Like you said, when you have 200 extra calories today, tomorrow, you believe that it starts at zero again. The reset button. That's not how that works. The calories that you (laughs) overate yesterday don't disappear in the morning. You can't go get back 200 extra dollars that you spent yesterday. And if you do that again today, it doesn't start over tomorrow. It doesn't come Mm -hmm. back to you. And it's this inability to see the future. And there's there's hardly a thing more painful than, you know, when AJ sits down with a client who's ready to retire and mm. they didn't think more than yeah. 24 hours ahead. And even further, when you factor out your physical health, when you think about the future of your finances, it's really bold to say that you are going to stay healthy. You aren't. And, and, right. and some of that is is not in your control. Some of that you can do everything that you can today. And you're still going to have, you know, genetic predispositions to A, B, or C. Or you're going to have mm-hmm. these things that you're going to deal with. You are not going to hit retirement and uh, not need colonoscopies. Like you still got to do these mm. things that aren't yeah, exactly. But you can't mortgage your health now. You will pay for it later I diabetes mean, is something that's really expensive knee mm-hmm. repairs are really expensive hip replacements are very expensive all yes. those things just constantly. cancer rates increase Bingo. dramatically like extreme obesity like it's it's real and it's like it's you know i'm in this world now and since like you know retiring at 40 now i'm like oh man like i feel like i just got older because i was kind of <laughs> yeah. done working mm-hmm. and i'm like man i gotta I'm pretty together, but I'm going to, I'm going to go to the doctor and be like, dude, give me, give me it all. Give me everything that you can check. I want to make (laughs) sure I'm good. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, we made a financial decision Mm -hmm. that was really hard for us. Every May, AJ and I go to the dermatologist. Mm, dermatologist. That's something people don't do. No. 
and it costs us money because for most people that's a specialist visit and Mm -hmm. so we pay three hundred dollars a person i mean that's that is six hundred dollars for us a year that we have decided is important to us why because we are covered in freckles i think we get a thousand new ones a year And, (laughs) and so we've we have too much at stake. We have too much at stake. So that's where our finances, that matters. That's a, mm-hmm. that's, a that's an expensive yeah. decision yeah. to make. What is a much easier decision to make? Less expensive. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. I mean, what, what are in your eyes, what are some of these decisions now that can be made with your health that can actually help you not predispose yourself to all these things when you hit the place that you want to be later? Yeah, I think if, you know, if one of the things is you're inactive and maybe dealing with some level of obesity, try to manage it, you know, and it doesn't have to be extreme. And I think people get afraid that in order to change where they are, they have to be a completely different person mm-hmm. where I say like it, it's not a lifestyle change per se. It could just be a lifestyle adjustment. Mm-hmm. Like I joke that we or the nutrition industry could potentially put itself out of business if if they just help people cook more meals at home and Mm -hmm. limit alcohol consumption, Mm -hmm. limit snacking, Mm -hmm. because a lot of these things probably in in your guys' world too, people do things they're not even aware of. Mm -hmm. And to uncover that is challenging. And that's why I think tracking, you know, food tracking is like the financial budgeting. It's very similar. It it makes it real. Um, People are, you know, they have info aversion. If they don't mark it down, it doesn't happen, but it, we know it does happen. So, Mm -hmm. you know, limit snacking, limit the meals out, learn how to cook. There's so many different flavors and spices in that spice Mm -hmm. aisle, like walk Mm -hmm. down it, fill Mm -hmm. your spice rack up, Google, TikTok, however you learn recipes, you can make so many delicious meals with simple, delicious, nutritious ingredients Mm-hmm. And it's, it could like save your life and save your finances. Eventually mm-hmm. I get so go so worked up about it because it's so, so much simpler than people think. Like yep. you don't have to avoid all these things. Yeah, You just have to limit and identify what is maybe adding the weight or impacting your health mm-hmm. and make some adjustments. It's, mm-hmm. it's not just sugar. It's not some wheat. It's not this. It's not that no ingredient is inherently bad. It's mm-hmm. the dosage that is getting people. Oh, yeah. It's kind of, um, how do I say it? You can't give financial advice in this area without touching on your health because it's a twofold thing. You're asking people to, like you said, cook that meal at home. That helps you more than you want to know or are willing to admit with both both your now finance and your future. You didn't spend, I guarantee there are people who will argue to the death that making your own food at home is much more expensive. These they're, they're, they're wrong. They're wrong. Like, it's not it, true. It, you can't compare a dollar menu item to a meal for four. Like it's, it's the nope. wrong comparison. Oh. It is so much cheaper, especially every, like right now, here's the, some of the best financial and health advice I could ever give. Delete every food delivery app you have right now. It's hallelujah. We, it have, so, we have screamed it. It yeah. is so expensive. I'll, I'd rather get in my car and go get it than spend yes. the extra 15 mm-hmm. bucks plus tip. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And people do it because everything, every, I shouldn't say every, but many challenges we have with health and, and finances is a, is a convenience thing. It's very convenient to buy whatever the heck you want. It's very convenient to eat whatever the heck you want. 
So you need to put these guardrails up. Mm-hmm. And some of these guardrails are deleting these apps. Yep. yep. They're not they're not helpful. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. They're just a slow leak that you don't see. Right. Because when you drive to the McDonald's or whatever to pick up your quarter cheeseburger, uh you're paying 675 or whatever the numbers are. I don't know the numbers, but when you order that to be delivered to your house, it's coming in at $12 and 50 cents because and it's going to be cold and gross and it's cold. And yeah, and you don't know what happened to it on the way. <laughs> and you yeah. never feel good about yourself afterwards. Yeah. I never yeah. finish that meal and think that was the best. Like, yeah. I, I There's really some things that deliver well. McDonald's isn't one of them. Yeah. Everybody knows a cold McDonald's French fry is nowhere near the same as a, as a fresh one. Fresh out the bag. <laughs> well, yeah. and something that AJ has said that he has seen patterns of in finance that undoubtedly I have exhibited patterns in my now years of nutrition mm-hmm. coaching is the concept of I deserve it. Yeah. I deserve it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you believe you deserve everything and that's okay. You love yourself. That's great. I see it, mm-hmm. but <laughs> you deserve it. I deserve to buy this. I deserve, I've waited, I deserve to do this. And typically you haven't probably waited as long as you believe that you have, but the concept of I deserve it, you can deserve yourself into a future full of nothing. If you don't make it to retirement, what was any of this worth it to you? Mm -hmm. Right. And you have to think like, if you don't have to think of deserving everything, like if you budget some of this stuff in, you absolutely can have it and retire and live long and healthy. Mm-hmm. So like this, enough of the on off switch, you know, it's like, think of everything as a dimmer switch. You don't have to be all on all the time. Just mm-hmm. be, have the light on mm-hmm. all the time, but not super bright. And you're going to be, you're going to be good. What makes me think of, it just makes me think how stressful it was living in that zone of not understanding what intake I was taking and nutrition mm-hmm. and just the stress that was behind that of, I don't know why this isn't working and blah, 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 the excuse after excuse and trying to make up excuses. Eventually that stress is so hindering on your life yeah. and your life expectancy over a long period of time. Um, same thing with finances when you have stress on your finances, because you look at your bank statement and you see that there's credit card debt going out the wazoo and yep. the stress inducing environment that that is, is tenfold. It's all you can think about. Back. It affects relationships. Mm-hmm. It affects your mood, which affects everything. Mm-hmm. Man, like it's, mm-hmm. it's really cool to not worry about those things. Yeah. And that's what like coaches and professionals do. They help you not care about it. Yep. You know, care, but not really worry about it. Well, and something that was really hard for me, because we're we're not sitting here on this podcast as perfect people, right? Like here, because we have all fallen short in areas and then you learn these lessons and then you apply it to make yourself and, and, and then others better from the knowledge that you had through these personal experiences and something that was just downright hard for me. Shout out to my very patient coach, uh, Every day tracking was, I, I listen, <laughs> numbers don't lie to you and that mm-hmm. hurt. And when I could have swore 
that I was eating well and I could have promised my coach, no, I am on top of it already. It was shocking. And there was a lot of conviction there. It didn't feel good right away. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was tedious. It was tedious having to get on there in the mornings and put my weight in, measure my waist, do all Mm -hmm. this stuff, make sure that I, but just as tedious as it was, it was necessary taking a reflective, like put it, put a mirror on you and on me and in my situation. And I wake up and it is effortless now for me to just put my food in for the day. And I can't even tell you what control I feel like I have over, just like you said, over my mood, over my stress, over my, my entire day, because I tracked it. And that used to be the hardest thing for me. And that was the one thing I remember when I started stronger, you, I was like, gosh, this is so hard, but that's why you stay the course. And similarly, you gotta, you gotta take the hard look into your money. And it, it it just makes it easier later. It does. Mm -hmm. Look in the mirror now, instead of glancing at it for 20 years, Yep. you know, you, you find out what you're doing wrong. You fix it. No one's judging you. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I imagine in the financial advising world, you're not judging people just like the registered dietitians and nutritionists aren't judging. They're just guiding. They're analyzing. It's it's not. So I don't want people to feel bad. You know, we never we never look at you as like a bad person. Just there's some mistakes and confusion that we can fix. Well, we live in a world that doesn't ever really educate on either of these things. Yeah, that is and true. That's all the way down to our education system. It doesn't have truly um, programs that educate our kids. Nutrition might be a small program economics might be a small class that you take Mm -hmm. but in reality when you take econ in high school who's paying attention first off yeah i I couldn't tell you a single thing i learned (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. so it's it's like you said there's no harm no foul no judgment no all of that because we're all learning Mm -hmm. no matter where you're at on the scale and that scale (laughs) that's an interesting word choice but yeah no matter where you're at on the scale or on the financial scale we're all learning Mm -hmm. and why not learn together? The correlations are so close. Yeah. So very close. Well then AJ with your, so sad news, life expectancy is going down. Yeah. Uh, 73 now for men and 76 for women, um, down from, I think just very recently women were at like 81. Um, and there are outside factors, you know, in that too. But if we're just, if we're going to really mesh that all together, most people want to retire by what age, AJ? Everybody has 65 in their mind. Which for men is, but what is that math? Seven, eight, eight years. years before the end of your eight years life expectancy. Yeah. Um, And like you said, with cognitive decline for the 45 to 54 age group, having gone up by 311%. But it also went up from 55 to 64 by 143% in the last few years, meaning that's before your goal of retirement. When AJ and I talk about the concepts of retirement, one of the most painful conversations that he has is the concept of you can't afford to retire Yeah, because you didn't allocate the money because maybe you were overspending. But a lot of times it's because you are not a healthy person and your healthcare costs prevent you from the life that you've worked for mm-hmm. for, for for 40 plus years 
and you can't even do it. And not only that, you only got to by by rights. I mean, you know, this is an average, but you only had a few more years and yeah. you put yourself to this place only to be unhealthy. Is that something that you see commonly? Not only commonly, but the interesting reaction is, I wish I would have known. Yeah, like that's yeah. the common it's, response. Right. We, we've, we're yelling about it. We're telling you. You just mm-hmm. had to listen 30 years ago. And that's right. hopefully someone maybe a little younger listening now is, is taking care of something. Maybe they're making simple little changes. And again, mm-hmm. that's all, that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Make them now. Put those little decisions in a piggy bank and cash out later that's with right. health and finances. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. One thing that's interesting before we kind of transition here: the first statistic that I use in retirement planning, out of everything, and there's so many statistics and numbers and dollars and blah 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 blah. The first one is your life expectancy age. Period. You can't plan retirement without having first known how long you plan to live. Right. And most people want to say, I'm going to live to my nineties. Great. We can plan for that. But first off, did you save enough for that? Secondly, yep. are you really going to live that far? If you do, we'll plan for it. But it's too often do people think that they're going to live forever, but also be able to do it forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically facing their own mortality is a giant problem is, yeah. is we as a whole do not want to accept the fact that we're going to die. Mm-hmm. And that's, I don't like it. to think about it. It's no. I, and I think about it all the time. And I have a very, I have a healthy relationship with it. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've read lots of books on it and stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm hitting my uh, midlife crisis time right <laughs> now. Right. <laughs> 40, but may, sure. maybe I hit my, according to the maybe news, stats, maybe I yeah. hit it 10 years ago, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like it, like I said, it goes fast, but it feels mm-hmm. kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Until you're older and you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. what did I do? Did I did I waste my health? Did I waste my life? Did I waste my finances? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I bet there's a lot of people right now that are of certain ages that would love a time machine. Oh. Mm-hmm. You have that time machine, you know? Yeah. 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 And I mean, I heard on a on another podcast the other day, this gentleman said, you know, if I give you a million dollars what would you do with it? And, you know, they were, I would, I would make all these amazing and incredible decisions and responsible decisions and, and move forward in great ways. And he said, okay, great. Now, if I give you $10 million today, if I give you $10 million, but I told you, you couldn't wake up in the morning, would you take it? And they were like, no, no way, no way would I take that. That wouldn't be worth my time. And he said, so stop trying to waste it and stop acting like you didn't make you every day is worth $10 million to you is what you just told me. So let's start. Let's start today. And I think that that's something too, even in finances, Mm -hmm. after a while, people think that it's too far gone. That I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. and and especially with, you know, fitness and stuff. I remember there being a time in my life where I was like, I've never in my life thought I'd weigh this much. And here I am. And there's no, like the, where I finally got to was so far out of reach for me. I really didn't believe that that was going to happen for me. And same with your finances. You believe that this is just so far gone from you that you can't start over. Is there ever a time that is it's too late to make these healthy decisions? Is it, is it now 
okay for someone who is older, who is maybe not made decisions that are good so far. Maybe at your funeral. It's too late. That's it. That's it. You know, we've we've had 80-year-olds do our program and do well. That's awesome. So it's kind of crazy. Like it's not too late in in either area, finance or fitness. Mm. So don't wait. Do something right now. Listen to the podcast, finish it up, and then do it. Yeah. And then do it. <laughs> yeah. And don't don't leave us yet. Yeah. <laughs> and and there's no shame in asking yeah. for help. That's the thing, right? Like, think about how many things we don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't care that I don't know it. If if I want to find out, I'll go find someone that that does know it. Because yeah. there's a lot of stuff in this world. Yep. And just because you're not an expert in nutrition or finances doesn't mean you're not smart. Mm-hmm. Yep. You hire a roofer to put a roof right. on your house. You hire a doctor to give you your medical guidance. It's no different. It would yep. take you a long time to roof your own house though. Mm-hmm. Think about that, right? If someone wanted to know everything that we knew about these topics, they would have to do this for 10 years or something, you know, mm-hmm. like hiring people like us, not me anymore since I'm out of the game, but <laughs> it's like a, it's like a fast track to success. You mm-hmm. could learn everything we know, but it might take you a while and be a big pain in the butt mm-hmm. and you might not be interested in it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep. Well, even still with, with AJ and I not being fitness minded, mm-hmm. at least, you know, now we've, we've got chops, right? Like we, Oh yeah. You're probably years, some of the smartest in the room now. Just, you know, exposure. Yeah. Just, we got it. But, um, <laughs> back then <laughs> we certainly were not. Um, and, and interestingly, we were financially, you know, one of the things that we, that took us, we knew of Stronger You well before we mm-hmm. signed up. That's a common story. It mm-hmm. was hard to pay money, not only mm-hmm. to pay money to ask for help because, you know, we were like, well, we can just make it work. And let me tell you, we tried. Uh, but also there was a immediate uptick in our grocery budget because we were doing things like making food at home. And that's all we saw. We had tunnel vision to like, look how much more we're spending to eat healthy. Look how much more we're spending to now receive this advice. And I signed on for three months because I wasn't going to waste another dollar. I was going to come in. I was going to get the advice so that I could just go and apply it to the rest of my life. And I am here still two years later. Why? Because that money that I spent was probably one of the best ways that I could have delegated my finances to secure my future. And mm-hmm. I needed that help and I continue to need that guidance. And, you know, maybe, maybe in the future I won't, but that's where we're at. And I can't, I'm sure there are so many people who struggle to pay money. <laughs> These things pay for themselves. Advice. I don't know how else to say that, right? They pay yeah. for themselves over time. It, yep. And it's, it's, it's kind of crazy because it, we've had so many people tell us that, like, I, I have saved 10 times more than this program has cost me. Yes. That's and amazing. that's not even saying what's going to happen 30 years from now. Correct. Imagine that. Yep. Mm-hmm. What kind of cognitive delays or deterioration did you avoid because you changed your new nutrition intake now? Right. Like, mm-hmm. yep. okay. So you'll never example. know, but you can, you can bet it's significant. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Living in that assisted living facility, paying seven, five grand a month, whatever it is. It's a lot more expensive mm-hmm. than it's eating. not a fun place to be. That's yep. you're, you're going to decline quicker when mm-hmm. you're not in an environment that is 
helping you thrive. Correct. Correct. So with all that, I'm curious, outside of all the topics, questions, things, whatever it is that we've brought up, Mm -hmm. what else do you have to add? Yeah. In the world or on the podcast or or (laughs) anywhere? Just just anything that you're like, you know what, I'd love to share this. Like, this has been on my heart. (laughs) I, I, you know, I just think like, especially because like money is such a thing that like, since selling a business, it's like people identify me as the mm-hmm. guy that sold a business and has money mm-hmm. and people think of it as, Oh, must be nice. Has all this stuff can do whatever, but still like the most important stuff is like just hanging with your friends, family, kids. Mm-hmm. And I want people to think of that. Like mm-hmm. don't just try to chase money to get some stuff yeah. because you might already have what you need. And that's like where my head is at. And mm-hmm. that's like my current message right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you you just told us the other day that you sold a business and you you have this money you retired at 40 i think that's that's something that so many people also aspire to do and you know your wife was like hey do we need more pajamas for our new yeah. baby and you're like now we got them <laughs> like i got super cheap i was like no. no no we're we're having another girl even though we we put our current girl in dinosaur pajamas oh yeah I'm like, like, no, we don't need more. We we got got it. And it's that millionaire next door thing where Mm -hmm. I can't tell you, honestly, the people that we see that have the most are, are, are both. And two things that we've strongly noticed is Mm -hmm. one, you do not know. You really don't know what they Mm -hmm. have. Maybe they have some fancies, you know what I mean? But they are not the people that you would pick out of a crowd who are showing it, who are blowing it like mm-hmm. the people with the boats and the cars and the giant house and the, this uh they probably don't have money right but all the people that we've seen that that we can look up to financially you would never know yeah so mm-hmm. all of them have a foundational understanding of their well-being and that is so wild that we can put that together but i can't tell you how many people right now that we could sit down and say i appreciate the way that you handle your finances and they handle their food, they handle their emotional and mental space so much better. And it is all interconnected. Mm-hmm. If we don't want it to be, that's bad news. If you're listening, they're they're probably not listening by this point. <laughs> but it's true. And it uh, it does all go together. And Mike, we are so appreciative for your time, especially away from your kids. Well, kid. Almost Soon to be kids. second, not here yet. Yeah. Have fun with that. But we so appreciate you. I mean, there are so many people who are just going to love and adore this wisdom, um, even if it's hard. And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of one of the things that we really wanted to touch on here today is that being healthy is not the easy choice. Not spending your money is not the easy choice, but it is always the choice that will actually have a return on investment for mm-hmm. you. Oh, I used to make that comment all the time. There's wow. nothing in this world that's more guaranteed ROI than taking care of your your health. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yep. Also, I love it. Thank you guys. Well, I've enjoyed it. And uh, what we'll have to do is record another episode some other time. Oh, cool. yeah. Yeah, we will. Uh, we could make. We can make a novel out of this, I'm sure. We really yeah. There's so there's so much to talk about. <laughs> Even really. if we repeat ourselves, it's fine because people often need to hear things many times. So that's right. That's right. Uh, I made a career out of repeating myself, so I'm telling you, it works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> thanks, Mike. Yeah, thanks. Right. We appreciate Thank you guys. It. 
Big shout out and special thanks to Mike Dola, the creator of Stronger You. I'm sure there's so much more that we can cover on this. Absolutely. Yep. If any of this inspired you at all, like, share this podcast. That is what keeps us on air. Mm -hmm. And with that, I'm Taylor. And I'm AJ. And you're listening to the Married Money Podcast. See ya.